How great is my anguish. You know, whenever I pray with this gospel passage, I can't help but think about Jesus' tone of voice and his facial expression. I imagine an intensity and a passion and the anguish he has within him to bring about this fire and this baptism. The fire is Pentecost. It's the fire of the Holy Spirit meant to cover the earth beginning with those first disciples 50 days after the resurrection. Jesus is in anguish for that to happen. But in order to bring about Pentecost, Jesus needs to be baptized, meaning not his baptism in the Jordan River, but his submersion into death itself. If Jesus is going to rescue us from eternal torture, he must first willingly immerse himself in the death of the crucifixion. In the verse preceding our gospel today, Jesus said, and we heard this last week, he said, much will be required of the person entrusted with much. Well, I think Jesus is feeling the truth of his own words, right? He has been entrusted with much. In fact, he's been entrusted with everything from the Father. He's feeling the magnitude of his own mission. He's feeling the responsibility and the urging on, the, the anguish to be able to bring about salvation for all of us. He wants it to happen. He's anguished. He's laboring over it. He feels that, that weight of responsibility as he accomplishes his mission. But anguish is not the only thing, because in our Lord there's also joy in bringing about this mission. The letter to the Hebrews today recounts that for the sake of the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross, despising its shame. It's a beautiful line. For the sake of the joy, he did this. Even in the magnitude of his mission, even in the anguish, Jesus experienced joy. He knew that being sent by the Father into the world was his way of loving the Father. And even though his mission wasn't accomplished yet, he found joy in what would one day be born. Salvation and eternal life for all humanity. Fire and baptism. Anguish and joy. This is how Jesus lived his mission. With that in mind, let's move into this final part of the gospel today. How can we live out our missions in our families when there's division over Jesus? Fathers and sons, daughters and mothers, divided, Jesus says. Now, here we aren't talking about just ordinary household arguments and heated tempers. We're talking about division between those who follow Jesus and those who do not. When you hear division in this context, think two visions. Okay, division, two visions. 
Because when you choose to make Jesus the Lord of your life, that radically reprioritizes everything. You see reality and other people and even yourself completely differently. Your vision has changed. We could even say that your eyes have actually been opened to see like God sees. But for those in our families who do not accept and follow Jesus, who have not responded to his invitation, they see differently. They see reality, they see others, and they even see themselves differently. So there are two visions, hence there is division. So how do we live in that tension? How do we live out our mission if this is happening in our own homes? Well, we do it just like Jesus did, with anguish, but also with joy. Our anguish is the yearning that our family members would experience God's love for them in Christ, that they would say yes to Christ, that they would close the door on everything that keeps them from true life. Our anguish is also the apathy and the scorn that we get because of our friendship with Jesus. And remember that no prophet is accepted in his own native place or among his own kin. Our anguish is desiring that their hearts be blazing, but realizing that the wood is still wet. But there's also joy. Our joy is, first of all, in knowing that God has chosen and put us into our particular families. Our joy is taking the, the pain and heartache of division and turning it into love and prayer and petition for our relatives. Our joy is the opportunity to radiate Christ's love to mother and father and siblings and, and, and grandchildren without expecting something in return. Just to give without receiving a reward. Our joy is also knowing that God's grace can at any moment turn wet wood into dry and can turn dry wood into the flames of faith. When St. Ignatius of Loyola would send a new Jesuit missionary off to his mission field, he would say, go and set the world on fire. Today, Jesus sends each of us to the mission field of our families, where there's often division. So, brothers and sisters, go. Go to them. Go and set the world on fire. Do it with anguish and do it with joy.